Hey everybody, welcome to this week's episode of the Liberty Squadron Podcast. My name is Andrew Lewinsky, and this week I am joined with Jonathan Lee. Hello everyone. Brett Freeman. Hey guys. And Zach Cady. Hi, Lehoodly neighborinos. Alright, so we have another slow week of no X-Wing news, which is not really a big surprise, you know, nothing we can really do. Um, I believe... I did. I didn't put this in the show notes, but I believe there was a post about the campaign against cancer still trying to be held on the 18th of July. But did you see this? I did see that. Yeah, and that they're they're watching it, but they're hopeful that it might still happen. I don't think it's happening. I don't think it's happening. I mean, yeah, and even with FFG kind of saying like, "Hey, nothing until September," um, it's kind of bold of them to really not start planning for what they could do in the in the fall. So, but keep an eye on that definitely. Uh I'm not in, I'm probably not going if it's going to be on July 18th and I would encourage anyone else um to try to really push that that gets moved. Well, if they have a, don't they have an Australia location, maybe they could play it in Australia. Sure. I mean, I would imagine maybe in some places that social distancing isn't happening or they could absolutely. Australia, Alabama, any of the others really. I'm sorry, I mean, like, Australia and New Zealand are doing very well right now, so maybe in a few months they can have X-Wing tournaments, whereas we probably won't be able to. That's what I meant. Right, right, right. <laughs> so, keep an eye on that, definitely. I, I haven't talked to Mike yet if, uh, what his plans are. Um, I don't couldn't see the state of New Jersey opening up anytime soon. Uh, so, other news that we had, we had a little bit of a thread that popped up that Asmodee is pulling FFG... Or and Asmodee mods off of Tabletop Simulator. Um, it's a little bit of startling news because like this is the only way that we can play the game at the moment, unless you know you're playing with someone else in the same house as you. So it's it's something that like we really want to keep an eye on. I hope they do not do this. Uh, I think it would shoot them in the foot pretty bad right now if they do do this. Because I, I think this is what's keeping people enthused in the game. And if you kill the only way that they can play the game, then you know I doubt people are gonna be real easy to come back after all the bands are lifted um i i heard that it was like the arkham horror got pulled but as far as i saw it was still in the shop uh i know the one of the devs of the tts mod has said that if they do get a cnd from ffg that they will probably end the mod immediately so i'm it's a little bit scary, but I think at the same time, like we have to kind of do our part and like, exp- like, not so much keep things like low, but I, I think uh, we we have to do things on our part to like keep the game going as well. I would like to say that like, all right, so we're going to talk a little bit about our tournament coming up next uh, this Saturday coming up, and there's going to be no FFG events that we will ever charge for because we don't want to draw any kind of attention from ffg we don't want anything like them being like okay people are still making the money on this game and we're not and that could raise a huge red flag for ffg um if people are running tournaments and like really kind of profiting off of this like all of our prize support is going to be coming through our patreon at this point i i absolutely want to thank everyone that is uh, still a part of our patreon i know times are tough um that this is this is where the money is going. So we're going to be running these tournaments, and that's going to be the prize support. Is that we're going to be funneling it into acrylics, we're going to be funneling it into cards and everything like that. So uh, that's really kind of I want to thank everyone for keeping that going, and how we're getting these things done. 
Uh, because, like I said, I, I mean, I, we're, we're talking about X-Wing and everything like that. I don't want to draw any red flags. And I would encourage, uh, you know, other people to do the same. I don't know if that, you know, be saying that will help. But, like I said, um, I, I don't want to draw any red flags. All right. So, on that note, our tournament coming up this Saturday, it's at 11 o'clock it's Eastern Daylight Time, I think, EDT. So we're going to start right then. We still have Brett's voting up. Right now, the Droids Rights list is winning. Woo! Woo! It is winning Droid with... Droid Rights forever. Right. Beep, boop. Beep, boop. It is winning uh, with probably about like a seven-vote uh, lead. So we are going to try to really push for other people to... Because I don't want Brett flying. Droid Rights. No, Droid I've, I've been flying Gurry nonstop, and I'm in love with X-Wing again. See? Look at what we did. So, throw the we wrench. Vote for one of these people. bomber lists that we have. Uh, I do want to say that on the one um, list, I forgot to add the resistance transport. I don't know what happened there. Uh, it's the two bomber list. Uh, there is supposed to be a resistance bomber also in that list with Leia crew. So, um, I know they get, they, they get a good amount of votes in there so but uh i don't want brett flying gurry <laughs> you guys shouldn't want brett flying gurry so uh vote for someone else and then we're gonna we're not even gonna close the polls until probably saturday at 9 a.m so what we're gonna push it right to the end and hopefully something sneaks let's, out let's just close it now nope. it's the right thing no. to do no 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 no. brett messages me friday being like yo we we should close the poll because this is running away with it and i'm like wait what and, and like i almost thought like something happened and then i was like no brett's just trying to be smart and the, the primary season has run its course we need to unite the party now behind gurry fake news i i just want to put out there that this did happen. Brett did come forward and say we wanted to close this. And then Andrew went out and started buying votes. So... Hey, no, 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 no. <laughs> buying votes is different than promoting. I, I was straight up promoting the people that I want to win the election. So, fake news. <laughs> uh... To be fair, I am still going to promote that until the very end. And that, uh, but yeah, definitely. If you haven't yet voted, I suggest voting. And then uh, we're gonna force Brett to play that list for the entire day. Uh, again, the tournament's free. I'll have the link to sign up for the tournament. I will post the Discord um, on our Facebook page. Uh, if you're not already a part of it, uh, I will probably post it on the show notes as well. If you need to get in there, so that you can follow the rounds and everything like that, um, and enjoy the day. Uh, so you can match up with your opponent and everything like that. And We've done it in the past, and like I said, I mean, it runs pretty smooth. I, I think just doing like a normal normal tournament day and it, it hour and 15 minutes, and then your games are done. Uh, we'll probably this week do a hard stop so that like um, time doesn't go too crazy over where, let's say the games start at 11, that 12.30 exactly is when the round ends, That regardless of how much time is on your uh counter that's when the game ends all right zach speaking of all this fun you came up with a cool little shower thought uh, i did have a cool little shower thought so i was having you know a very quarantine-esque 10 45 a.m shower to start my day a second time 
and I just, I really got thinking about the meta, and like came about in a couple of different ways. But like I really got thinking about like the meta throughout like 2.0's life cycle so far, and kind of how it shifted a bit, and then also like how some things haven't really shifted. Like imp bases have been around from the beginning and are still here. And yeah, so it just it really got me thinking about like what tools does like FFG have as game designers at their disposal to influence the meta. And so I kind of like was going through like, what have they done in the past so far in 2.0 to try and like keep the meta fresh, keep the meta like going. And like a big part of this, I will say is like, I like many people have like my weird bouts of being bored with X wing. Like I look at what's out there. I start like doing like some wonky list building and I go "Eh, like this list looks okay, but it could just be Boba. Why don't I just put Boba in it? And so, yeah, so that's, that kind of like is what got me thinking about this. And like a couple other things got me thinking about it, which we'll get to in a little bit. But like, so first it kind of started off with like, what can FFG do to influence the meta? And as far as I could tell, like the three things that really stuck out to me are points changes, kind of hyperspace in general, both adding and removing ships from that format. And then FAQs and erratas. And I'm not going to like get into like a discussion about whether any of these work or not because I don't really want that argument. But I just kind of got thinking about like what are the outcomes of each of those things. So like first off, like most of this stuff happens like twice a year, maybe three times a year for lucky, maybe June. Everyone points points changes in June. Hopefully not happening. <laughs> yeah, I, I I don't believe they're happening either. There's not enough really to go off of to make any real changes um but anywho so like those are basically it right like they can either like up something's points or lower something's points to like influence the meta skew it one way or another they can add a new ship to hyperspace or remove a ship from hyperspace like hyperspace is the one place where they do have a little bit more control on what the meta is as opposed to um extended and then like the faq errata which is probably actually like from a game design perspective, the best real method for influencing the meta, but it's also like seemingly the most hated by the community. And for an okay reason, because it doesn't mean you have to go look someplace else to see what is the thing you want to do actually do now. But like kind of throughout all this, like the thing that really kind of like stuck out to me is like these methods are like really slow to react to metas. Like outside of like triple upsilon, which they did kind of ban hammer super fast that only lasted what like a month and a half ish anyone remember if that much even yeah if that i I think it was like even like a couple days after a big tournament that they were just like nope this isn't happening yeah like that was like the one like kind of asterisk to all this right like that happened pretty fast but otherwise like said like if you're only changing points two times a year that means like the meta is only really going to change every six months unless you release new ships. I guess that's the other thing that I didn't throw on my list. Adding new ships can also change the meta, but usually not a ton, right? Cause releases thus far in 2.0 have been on the smaller side, right? It's not like 1.0 where it's like every faction gets a ship. Huzzah. Right. So yeah, I, I definitely think all those things they definitely do change the meta but i I, the last points adjustment that we kind of had didn't really change like a lot of things are still out there like you still see uh i mean imp aces are always going to be there but like ollie's list didn't really change anything there uh 
Torkoal swarms are still around. So yeah, they don't really... It, it doesn't change much. And maybe that is what FFG wants us to play. But I, I know at the same time, there's also the community that says, I'm tired of this. That I don't want to play this. Um, and they kind of have to like really reach for hyperspace and even still like sometimes hyperspace can be the a good thing like people enjoy it but then like you have something like slave one boba that will you know almost dominate the hyperspace and counts and um it's a very delicate like ecosystem there would you say yeah definitely like i think that's like the other point that i was going to get to it was like i feel like all the things that they currently have at their disposal for really influencing the meta tend to either be completely pointless like your point or completely like ban hammer heavy handed see the nantex right right like that seems to be the one of the two ways it goes i've may also this may be like a little bit of my own like bias thinking at the moment that i'm not thinking of any of the good ones off the top of my head like the extremes are what stands out but the extremes are what stands out right now um, it's tough to just make too big of a change when you're moving Suntir up from 52 points to 53 points. Yeah. Right. Like when he normally has a 10 point bid, that's really just not going to change that meta at all. Yep, exactly. So, yeah, so I, I was thinking about a lot of this in, in, in my, as you can probably guess at this point, a very extendedly long shower. And that got me thinking about like, how do other games handle the meta, right? Like, X-Wing's not the only game that has a meta. A lot of competitive gaming has some form of a meta. So how do other games handle like keeping this fresh, keeping people interested, keeping people coming back? Like what game design elements do they have that seem to be working? So like on the one hand, you have something like Magic, which has like constant expansions. As all of us that go to game stores on a regular basis know, like pre-release weekends are what, every couple of months, every few months? it's like every three months yeah like every three months there's a major new expansion to magic which totally upends everything and they have don't they have like uh like cycles where just entire expansions are no longer playable exactly right yeah i mean i've been out of magic for a little bit now but they definitely have like these they their cycles where like you can only like certain expansions are only good but then they kind of move the other stuff to like the everything like basically extended for us yep 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 exactly like they constantly pump new content into the game while peeling away problematic content and like you don't mind the problematic content as a player you don't mind that problematic content being pulled away because you're being fed fresh stuff every three months seems like a good business model (laughs) right and that is like admittedly like that is much easier in a card game where the cost of printing cards is much different than the cost of making and shipping new ships. What right? You mean this card that we spent thousands of dollars buying to complete our deck only cost fifteen cents to make? Probably even less than that. <laughs> fifteen Probably cents pennies. would be exceptionally high. Right. <laughs> Try like fractions of a cent. Right. <laughs> so yeah, like. So it's a little bit easier for them. Like I'm not saying I don't think that's like anywhere near the realm of possibility for X-Wing. It's just not realistic. On top of the fact that like X-Wing also has the problem of, you know, having a source material, 
like magic can do this because they're making up the source material themselves as they're creating new shit. X-Wing can't really do that with LucasArts and Disney sitting in, you know, the Emperor's throne behind the scenes saying only do stuff from the movies. Right. Like, you just can't bring out new content that fast. So then one of the other things that I see other games doing, which we kind of touched on with the whole cycling stuff out in Magic, is bans, right? Some form of, like, card ban, hero bans. That sort of thing. So the, I really am thinking about that especially because admittedly, while I've been stuck inside on most weekends for the last month, month and a half, I've been watching a crap ton of the Overwatch League. No apologies there. <laughs> I fucking love it. Haters gonna hate. Anywho, the big theme from this year in the Overwatch League has been like, how do we keep the meta fresh? Because last year, last season in the Overwatch League, a little background to people that didn't watch, they had a meta problem. There was a single meta that dominated the league for the first three quarters of it. To the fact that it got just stupidly boring to watch, even for the most diehard fans. There was a single meta, everybody played it, and it was just that. And it sucked. So this season, is they've definitely kind of made their theme, like how do we keep the meta fresh and changing on a constant basis? And the way that they decided to do that this year is bans. So every week in the league, they ban... Four different hero characters. Two damage dealers, one tank character, and one support character. And they actually kind of do it in this really interesting kind of game mechanic-y way. So what they do is they look at each hero's play percentage. So of all the maps played in the league over a given week, what percentage of maps did a hero make an appearance in? You know, this hero appeared in 14% of all maps played. And then what they do is they, they set a limit. I think it's 5%. Don't quote me on this. I might be wrong here, but they say any hero that saw more than 5% play this week is eligible to be banned next week. And then what they do is they weight their chance at being banned based on that play percentage. So like to give a really like simplistic example, if hero A saw play in 30% of matches, hero B in 15% of matches, and hero C in 15% of matches, hero A would have a 50% chance of getting banned, while the other two would just have a 25% chance. They kind of weigh them against each other. And then they just have an algorithm that randomly draws a hero based on those weighted percentages. And that becomes the ban list for the next week. So what you end up doing is you end up having like the most played heroes generally end up being banned for the next week of the league, which just makes things like really fresh. Because no team, no player can really lean on a single like crutch character. You have to be flexible. You have to be talented enough that you can pick up something else at a moment's notice, essentially. So, anywho, all this to say, I got thinking about what if we did this for X. I was just about to say, what are you proposing? So, I want to do something like this for X Wing. I just I find the experiment to be really, really fascinating. Jonathan's the doctor here, but I'm going to be the scientist for a bit. What if we did a league that basically did this? We take a look every week after like the league games have been played, and say what's seeing the most action. And then we like kind of have the same sort of algorithm to pick from like a list of the most popular things and ban them. So okay, it brings a very interesting aspect to the game. Um, I, I we talked a little bit about this off air, but I mean we know that people are opposed to bans, um, kind of just overall, which I think is a little bit silly. I think if there's a rotating ban, it would be interesting. Um, 
but like okay so when we get back to magic like they have the power that if in any other like tournaments they can just be like okay we effed up on this card we're just going to ban it um whereas something like x-wing they kind of be like okay well we messed up on the nantex uh we're just gonna raise its points and make this move do something completely different but i think at the same time if we did something that was like okay we're gonna ban all fire sprays in this next week um i think it could see some fresh play like i think people it would make it would force people to really think outside the box of their list building and it might really kind of it even play to your skill a little bit like it, it might make you be a little bit more of an architect it might make you understand different ships that you never really play and really kind of like put the test out there to see how you do yeah i think you are hitting on like one of the big points that i think like has to happen in order for this to actually be an enjoyable thing for everyone which is like the speed of change right i think like one of the big problems that ffg has with anything that they can do to influence the meta like we said like it's twice a year like and i could see like people being opposed to bans if yeah if like my ship gets banned for six months out of the year then why do i want to play this game when my favorite ship is just out of it right and like six months to me in game time might as well be three years when you tell me it's gonna happen like but if we did it on a week by week basis where it rotates out and like one of the other big things about this sort of thing is you a ship obviously can't be banned two weeks in a row, right? Because if it's banned, it's seeing zero percent play. So it's not in the pool to be removed. So now I think we run into this problem, though. Um, if a ship gets banned one week, like let's say the fire spray, then it's not banned the next week. Then everyone just defaults back to the fire spray. And then it's like on off every other week like is there a solution that we could do to that that's a good question and i don't have a specific answer because like i said i'm largely going off of what's kind of been done in the overwatch league and like their solution to this is cool we'll just have that hero be banned every other week and force you to muck around with it uh so my my big my big thing might be then maybe we ban certain ships or even pilots um permanently for like a season like so that like we could just say okay fire sprays are banned this season and then if we start to see a trend of ships um maybe like it doesn't have to be week to week but i'm saying like maybe because the the amount of matches played in the overwatch league compared to how many games played in x-wing the sample sizes are two completely different um yeah. things so we, we could do something like okay fire sprays are banned for this season um and we are going to watch to see what are the most commonly played ships and commonly played uh pilots and then we can go from there and then and then possibly uh like the next week okay like we'll say Sutir is now banned as opposed to maybe the entire I quit. what I quit you're banning Sutir oh, this is not right We're we're going to ban all the Aether sprites um, so I, I have a suggestion. I think that a ban should last for two weeks, but bans are done every week. And I think that's a good way to try and make it so you don't just have two rotating metas. Well, and I think that's the other interesting thing, right? Like, if you look at the way that the Overwatch League does it, right? Like, So they're actually banning four heroes every week out of 32 possible playable heroes. 
and I would reckon that we would do something similar next week. It wouldn't be like a single ship banned every week. It would be several. And that's where things get interesting, right? Like, sure, like a fire spray may be at the top of the list and it just rotates in and out every week, but that second and third ship that get banned maybe are not, you know, those might change. And that creates different list-building archetypes, even if you have Boba in every other week. You know, if fire sprays are out the week that Boba's back, then, you know, Boba Fen's out. I, See, I like that we're just saying fire sprays when we all know we're just talking about Boba, right? Right. right. <laughs> right. So that brings me up to my next point. Like, maybe we should um, do something along the lines of certain pilots are permabanned. Because we all know, like, for at least for the season, maybe, like, we can switch it up. But, like, uh, if we do that, then, like, just ban the fire spray. Then the next week, everyone just plays Boba. But then, like, let's say we can, we'll say, okay, these are the permanently banned uh pilots for this season you have to do something else uh i i think that might gain some traction um like obviously like i said we could like do something like we can ban the phantom but soon tier and vader are both also on the ban list and then and then that ban list grows uh maybe each week until we decide to reset it and figure out where we need to go from there because like, like i said i mean i i think as soon as we reset and unlock everything people just will default back to certain things um but i i think at the same time it'll be really cool to see pilots like merrick steel on the table and uh turf and her possibly that people might want to play but they're they're like well you know why would i ever play this like something like old Terok. like nobody will ever play what's his name uh cat solace because old Terok's two more points and initiative uh greater than him and he you know has a better pilot ability so it's definitely i, I think so that's something that we could look at is that like maybe each week we ban a ship but there are certain pilots that are just out for the season I like where this is going. I'm just trying to think of like ways that we can refine it a bit. Now, okay, here here's another question that we I mean we're sitting here talking about pilots and ships. Now, what about something like proton torps? Is that something yeah. that like we would That's want the, to look at? It's one of the things that I would like actually to put on the ban list is a rotating ban as well for not a specific upgrade card, but a specific upgrade type. So, like, say, like, this week there are no modifications or torpedoes. Or this week there's no f- force upgrades or astromech droids. That would and, be... Like... <laughs> it, w- it would be interesting, because then, then people could just be like, okay, um, it, it kind of, and that might itself throw out an entire ship. Right? Like, that might, like, mess around with things just as much as pulling a ship out of the meta. Right. But thinking back towards what you were saying about like pulling individual pilots out, I'm wondering if there's not a way that we could refine it a little bit further to like we also keep track of what is the percentage played of individual pilots, and once they hit a certain percentage, then they get a long ban. So like this week Boba saw twenty percent play, he skipped a week. Next week he saw thirty percent play, skipped a week, then he saw forty percent play. Well, he's hit ninety percent now across three weeks. You know, not really, but like adding these things together. Now he's hitting like a longer ban. Like he's just consistently seeing too high a play. Now we're going to say, boom, he's gone. 
he he's played out his time. Right. Uh, obviously, uh, this all has to be done through um, <laughs> translated into X-wing terms because I I feel like there is such a big card pool that I think will. Um, People might just like it's the Duncan effect. He purposely won't fly ships that he doesn't want to see banned, and then when he wants to fly them, it, you know, there's no problem. So, uh, I mean, there is definitely that to also consider. That's fair, but one of the things that this kind of gets around, like, I think that's always also been kind of one of my problems with X-wing in general and how FFGs handled the meta is that they generally do it off of success. We're not looking at success numbers; we're looking at just pure play numbers. What's right. getting played a lot rather than what's doing well? We don't care if it's doing well or not. Like, we're letting people kind of make that judgment, right? Like, if it's being played a bunch, then people think it's playing well. Right. Yeah, it's definitely something that we we should take a look at. And, like, going back to, like, what people were saying, like, uh, I understand, like, you're playing X-Wing because you love X-Ship and it would break your heart to see it banned. But I think, like I said, this isn't a perfect time to kind of branch out and play things that you normally don't play, especially with Tabletop Simulator and Vazel, that you can just throw something on the table without having all the cards or upgrades or even ship models that you need. So, But I, then I th- go buy all the ships. Yes, exactly. Go buy all the ships uh, immediately after. And um, it might be able to refresh things. So, I mean, like, it's not a hard ban, so... Like Zach said, it's not going to be something that like lasts forever. Where I, I know a lot of people were worried that FFG might ever institute this kind of ban, and then you know the ship that they have is just cut wasting away in the corner. So it's definitely something that we're going to look at. Um, now, do we have like a a specific rule set that you're looking at, Zach? Uh, what do you mean by rules? Like I mean, like are, are, so I'm trying to rephrase the question. Because we'll um, be using the X-wing 2.0 rules. Right? No, 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 no. Obviously, <laughs> but I'm saying like for like the uh, like so like, are you going to start with ships that are banned right off the bat? Are you going to st- are we going to wait until maybe the first week and then go from there? Is it going to be completely random um, based off of the percentages, or are we just going to hard ban certain things? So yeah, so um, my initial thoughts are, um, I think we have some bans week one of the league. I think. We we've seen enough to know what's oppressive or not oppressive and what's seeing a lot of play that would be able to be thrown into kind of a week one pool to be drawn from. We keep mentioning the fire spray that's probably on there. You know, some form of an imp ace is probably on the list. You know, X wings, B wings see a lot of play on rebels. Aether sprite, sorry, Brett. Just leave my gurry alone. <laughs> just all the vulture droids sorry you can't use your generics <laughs> well no it'd be funny if you could bring not the generics just the generic vulture is uh generic vultures are banned yeah like that's the thing is i think there's like a lot of like interesting ways you can play around this and i would want to like put that out like for the league like this is an experiment it's not really a competitive thing asterisk like I want to see, like, what are the ways that, like, the meta can be kept fresh while not being, like, oppressively done. So, like, things may change, like, partway through the season if, like, what we kind of start with doesn't work. But what I would want to say is, like, I also want to, like, this to be, so I say competitive with an asterisk, not competitive with an asterisk, because I would like kind of, like, a final tournament based off of the standings of the league. 
Right. So one of the things that I've always kind of admired from the L5R game was that at the end of, I, I don't know if they do this anymore, but I know when the first game first came out that they like top players of each faction would kind of get into the cut. So it would be interesting to see like if you were like locked into like a faction, maybe like that's how we'll structure this league is that you will be locked into a faction and um the top players of each cut might get into this tournament um or like to the cut we should say um regardless of what your record was and then we um we'll, we'll, we can go from there yeah yes like i really like that idea as far as like that's a, like like your auto entry into the final tournament is top of each faction. I'm a little I, bit weary of tying people to a faction from the start of the league, just because I'm worried the sample size will be exceptionally small. Sure. I, I agree. I do not think you should be locked to a faction. Okay, so what other ideas do you have for the league? Is there anything else that like really kind of... Like I said, I, I, I'm kind of like bouncing like a lot of ideas right now around, and like... I kind of wanted to start it off slightly less oppressive and then turn up the oppressive dial as things go on. If, like, we're finding that, yeah, like, it's just, like, a rotating Boba meta. Right. Is Boba available this week or not? Man, I'm, I'm still so that we just ban Boba right off the bat. Just ban, <laughs> like, I mean, not even the fire spray. Just ban Boba, ban Soontier, ban... No, leave Soontier, ban Vader. Ban, well, I was gonna say I was gonna say like at least two to three from each faction. Oh man! See, that's tough though, because then you have something like FO, and like you ban Kylo, and then no one will play FO. Uh, <laughs> maybe. I I mean I think it would be funny. I mean, but that's kind of the question we're getting at, right? Like, if you ban Kylo, but you know, Vader, Boba, Anakin, or Obi Wan is probably the better one there are all banned. Is FO more playable at that point? I mean, Quickdraw's still available. Maybe? I, I mean, it, it's like something that's that the, That's the meta question I'm trying to get after, right? Like, if we pull all these strings, do things that we consider now to be unplayable if said ship is out, right. do they become playable? Um. Okay, so i tell you what we're going to do. We're going to spend this week refining the rules of our ban league and go from there i would really kind of wish it was something that we could do something along the lines of pre-game you can ban certain ships but i mean i guess the way x-wing works is you kind of come with like a list prepared um where like overwatch or something like league of legends or anything along those lines that you could ban it pre um don't really work in these terms so yep. what we're going to do is this week we're going to refine the rules as best we can I'm going to be open to any suggestions that if you want to send them to Liberty Squadron Podcast at gmail.com, I will definitely forward all your suggestions that you might, if you, your likes, dislikes about uh, this league. And then we're going to try to make this a huge league. We're not. We're going to make this as big as we possibly can because we want to get as much sample size as possible. And then from there, we'll go with it. We will have prize support for it. Uh, anyone that signs up for the league uh, will definitely get and participates probably in at least 50% of the league will get some kind of prize support that we're working on and uh, go from there. So that's going to be our mission this week. Uh, you know, we basically just took the cast to really kind of brainstorm our ideas and see um, what we're working on at the moment. And uh, if, like I said, if you guys have any ideas, definitely send them our way. 
definitely. Definitely want to hear more from people out there. What you hate, don't hate, thoughts. Right. Give us all the info. And then, like I said, if you... Um, we're going to hash out the rules. And then, like I said, next week we will hopefully have a full rule set to you. Maybe we'll have like a little like Angel Fire website with like the ban list scrolling at the top. Like it's like a ticker tape from like stock markets. Man, could we just call this the stock market league? The the stock exchange league. So from a logistical standpoint, do any of us know how to make a squad builder? Or like just make a fork of Yasby and modify it? I do. Because not. that seems like it could be kind of a pain to try and remember all the restrictions each week. I do not, but it's something we can definitely look into. Or if anyone's listening and knows how to do it. Yeah. Email sure. Andrew. <laughs> email me. And we can uh, take a look at that. And, and then we, we'll go from there. Um, and like I said, next cast, we will tell you the rules and we will open up signups. And then, like I said, we want to try to get as much data and as possible in, in these hard times that no X-Wing is happening. All right. So what else do we have? Any, anything else for the show? Jonathan, how's the... How's your X-Wing experience been for the past couple of weeks? Well, I downloaded Tabletop Simulator and I got the, uh, I signed up for the, uh, I got, I subscribed to the mod thing and I loaded it and I looked at it and that's, and I have been listening to you guys talk. So that's how <laughs> that is... experience right now. <laughs> nice. Baby steps. I like it. What, what ship would you want to see banned, Jonathan? Um... Rayland. Boba Fett has he been oppressive in the league? It sounds like it from what you guys have been saying. Uh, he he's definitely near the top of the heap right now, my boy Boba. All right, so, <laughs> huh? um, yeah. So I tell you what, send us your. Uh, like I said, I enjoy having all the feedback coming in from you guys, especially with these lists that you guys sent for us for Brett. Uh, it reminds me, make sure you vote for someone else. Droid rights, not droid rights. Droid um, rights, beep boop. And go from there. Uh, and like I said, if you have any ideas for the league, anything that you'd like to see, wouldn't see, if you're excited for the league, drop us a line. Uh, I, I definitely enjoy hearing from you guys. And sign up for the May 9th tournament because rumor has it that Andrew's making really cool uh, tokens for everyone. Oh, yeah. If you are – I have tokens. They have a – I have a little bit of spoiler on the Liberty Squadron podcast page uh, on the event page. I got this really neat acrylic that there. It's kind of like a uh, like a sparkly purple nebula type acrylic, and I also have dial covers that uh, will be going out to the top players. Um, so check that out May 9th. I will link the tabletop to and the Discord invite to the uh, show notes, and you can check it out there again, free of charge. Nothing, you know. This is all just coming out of uh, any Patreon money, anything like that, and. Uh, I appreciate everyone that is contributing. Um, any final words before we close out? Nope. You guys have heard me talk enough tonight. Overwatch League X-Wing Edition. All right. Yes. So once again, thank you guys for listening. I definitely uh, appreciate it. We're trying to get... I know content might be lacking. We're still trying to bust some things out for you. So if you are a fan of the show, check us out on Facebook. Check us out on Patreon. And... Uh, always drop us a line at Liberty Squadron Podcast at gmail.com. Um, so have a great night and thanks again for listening.